Welcome back, everyone, to Rising Warriors, Rachel Kulay. I am enrolled member of Northwest Bam Shoshone Nation from the Wind River Reservation in Wyoming. And today I have our lovely Tristan Jenny here with us. And so for those of you that didn't get to watch uh, my podcast last week with Michaela Madrid, um, we talked about uh, missing, murdered indig and indigenous women. And so I brought Tristan on today. Um, she's doing some beautiful work that I've been seeing. And it was actually uh, Native Outlaws that uh, put the spotlight <laughs> on you. And it was kind of interesting though, because um, I was I was looking for you, but I had Kristen Jenny oh. down. And so I was looking for Kristen and I'm like, where is she? I'm like, I can't find her anywhere. She needs to come on here. Like, and so what? then I just kind of, I just kind of went on. I was like, all right, it, it'll happen when it happens. And then just last week I was scrolling and looking at Facebook and things. And then all of a sudden I was like, there she is. Wait, that's the feather. That's Wait, Kristen, I had the name wrong. And I was like, it was almost right. And I was like, there yeah. she is. And so I was like, all right, thank you, ancestors. I was like, you brought her to me. This is, I, I've been looking for her. And so I had your name wrong for a month and was like, I've been like looking for you. Like, where but is she? It, yeah, where is this woman? I need right. her. And like, then posts come and go so quickly that it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you go and then you go to try to find it again. And it's like you you could be scrolling for hours trying to find it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that happens all the time. And I'm like, no, screenshot it. And then I have a million screenshots. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I do that too. Uh -huh. yeah. And I'm like, okay, got to remember this person and this person. I'm like, got to reach this person. Yeah. And so I saw you and then I was like, that's it. Okay, this is perfect. And it like went right in the in the alignment with uh, my last podcast. So I'm going to allow her to share with you, um, you know, a little bit of your people, where you come from, and then she's going to share you with you um, her story of how she came to uh, do the artwork that she's doing right now for the missing, murdered Indigenous women and girls. So I'm going to let you just go ahead and speak from your heart. Okay. Hi, I'm... Uh... Tristan Jenny Sanderson. I'm uh, Plains and Woodlands Cree from Northern Saskatchewan in Canada, all the way up here. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, way like DeChambeau Lake, my mom, like my cousins, they all still speak Cree very fluently over there. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This is good. <laughs> right. Still so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I started, I'm actually a tattoo artist. I okay. started uh, my kind of my journey a long time ago during I think it was about 11 years ago when um, I lost my cousin Michelle Sanderson uh, she was she lived in Edmonton Alberta and that's where mm. I currently live now okay um, yeah and she you know she was kind of in the system when she was younger and things like that and she ended up losing her life and um, and there was no I remember being so hurt and so sad because I didn't hear about it on the news. I didn't hear about it in the newspaper or anything like that. And she was, um, she was left on, on the street and she was beaten and she was broken. And then she was just left there for dead and nothing, there was nothing anywhere. And I was like, wow, like she's a person. Why isn't this on the news? Like I heard about it cause she's my family, 
but it, I was just so shocked and I was so taken back because of the way she lived. That's, she's still a human being, you know, and right. it hurt. It really hurt me and it, it made me feel sad for the world. And that was when, yeah, 11 years ago now. And I remember, you know, I was like, wow, like, what can I do? I'm just a person working at like Starbucks, <laughs> There's nothing, <Right>. you know, <laughs> and then it was like painting and drawing. And then over the years, I always did kind of like, I would do like, memorial things and cards but I, it wasn't just things like oh you know like help and the first one I did was probably about two years ago for murder missing indigenous women and it had the handprint and stuff too and then it was a tattoo design and then over you know kind of the next last in January I did another one which I called not invisible and it's the woman and she's looking very strong with her with the red handprint on her face and I wanted to show like the strength that we still have and to show like, you know, the spirits, like we're still, we're fighting for you. You know, mm -hmm. when we see you, you're not invisible. And that's what that red hand represents to me was mm -hmm. like, you know, because we use warp, it's not, not, not necessarily only war paint that we paint our faces for, we do it for rituals. You know, every tribe is different for hunting anything. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to like show that to be like, no, like we're still here. We're not going to go quietly when we see you. We see, you know, all our sisters that were stolen from us and we're not going to remain quiet anymore. And, I, you know, that kind of took off and it just rolled that design took, you know, and I was like, wow, like this is amazing. And um, uh, the Mr. Altridge, he got a hold of me and asked if he could get it as a tattoo. I had probably at least about, I don't know, a hundred people ask if they could get that as a tattoo. And I was like, yeah. so like humbled and honored that they would, you know, even message to ask a lot of people just take, you know, and they just, right. And I was like, so touched by like, you know, our, our culture and our community and, you know, people being respectful and asking and reaching out and, I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, for sure. And then he had asked if uh, I could paint one of his daughter, Ashley, who he had lost earlier, a few months earlier to domestic mm -hmm. violence and things. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I would love to, thank you for asking. And I did one of his, of his daughter. And then I got, you know, he was so, they were so touched by it. And um, it felt, it felt great that they would trust me. Something so important, you know, to remember their daughter. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I got a couple more requests to do more. And I'm like, yeah, you know, definitely, you know, thank you so much. And, and they were, they were saying thank you to me. And I was like, no, like, this is something special to you. And, you know, to me as well. And you're sharing this, like, this gift, you know, I can share with you. That means so much that I get to share these gifts that were given to me by the creator. Right. Yeah. And then I was, you know, as I'm doing that, there's just like, you know, I got like, I'm, I think I'm at 120 right now and I'm still only one person and it's been since January. So, you know, like there's been That's a, few a lot times where things got kind of lost in the shuffle and you know, I'm trying to reach people and be like, if you didn't get painting, please message me. Like I'm right. just one person. Yeah. And so like, I'm just hoping that, you know, when they get out there to help, to help the families heal, you know, I don't post them on my social media because that's not why I'm doing it. You know, if they take me in it, that's, you know, I'm grateful for that too. But like, I don't, it's their stories to tell. I just do it, you know, as a gift from the heart. Like when I'm painting, I can feel, I feel that their energy, you know, and I feel it coming through and, and the families are just so, so they're so happy and that just, 
I don't know, makes it worth it because sometimes it gets a little bit hard to hear the stories. Right. Yeah. And so I got to take a break <laughs> every once right. in a while to be like, okay, I'll step back. And then, you know, I'm going to wait for a week and I'll do another one, you know, do my, my smudging and my praying and, you know, ask for strength. Cause yeah, it can get a little bit heavy sometimes for all, all these things and all this injustice that we kind of face. And a lot of people don't, because they don't experience, they don't see it. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I'm hoping this also promotes, you know, like showing when people ask like, well, what does this represent? It's like, well, you know, there's so many, so much injustice that happens because our system is built on colonial like racism, you know? And they're right. like, well, no, no, it's not there. It's like, no, but it is. And it's, it's so accepted that we don't realize it. It's we're, we're born into it that we're not realizing that it's, it's there every day, but we, we feel it and we see it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was, I was just talking to my um, best friend about this the other day, you know, about how it, it, we we're finally, you know, it's like the cycle of abuse. If we want to just talk about abuse, we're always being told, you know, um, as the victim, be quiet, just, you know, keep your mouth shut, hush, don't say anything. Um, especially like if, things happen within the family you know you don't say anything or that person would never do that and so there's mm -hmm. always this this like guilt that's almost like put upon you to like keep your mouth shut and be quiet well it's the same thing with the racism and with all of the trauma that's happened to you know the americas the indigenous people of americas yeah. and i'm talking canada all the way right. down to, you know, to, Mexico, to, to yeah. the, the Central Americas, to South America, you know, we're, we're all the indigenous people of America. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, the colonialism that came in, it was like segregated us and, and put the borders up when, like a lot of people don't know too, is like uh, Shoshone, my family, we're actually descendant of the Aztecs. And so, you know, so it's like, how, how are we not related? How many, exactly. you know, there's so many other tribes in the, in the Southern, you know, that are also clans that have clans in the, you know, the Mexicano in the, in, you know, in the, um, uh, um, I'm forgetting the word, sorry, Monica. Um, but uh, the, the actual culture and tradition of the um, my way, I think it's my way, um, you know, their language, the ancient language, and, you know, that wasn't brought in from, from Spanish, from, you know, yeah. colonialism, because that's really not even their language either. <laughs> if you really think about it, it's not. And so it's fine. It's we, and, but then you go on to all of this other racisms and things that's happening, but now, you know, for a long time, we've been told to keep our mouth shut and just, you know, deal with it and suppress it, suppress and suppress. Yeah. But now it's like we can't suppress anymore. The more we suppress, it's the like the more we are instinct, extinct, I mean. Um, and I hear that all the time, you know, people thinking that Native Americans, indigenous people were extinct and we don't exist because we're not walking around in a regalia every day and yeah. we're wearing we're wearing clothes just like <laughs> you guys. And <laughs> And so it's, you know, finally, it's like getting to the point of like, you know, it's same with the missing, you know, and, and murdered women and the, and the girls and the two spirits, um, we're, we're done being quiet. It's exactly. like, we can't, we can't be quiet anymore. And 
and people are almost, I'm like watching them. They're like, why are you speaking now? Or like all of a sudden, like something's changed in you. And it's like, no, something hasn't changed. Well, yeah, something has changed in me. I got my voice mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid to speak my voice. And if the truth hurts of what happened, then maybe we should address this and work on the healing and, you know, work on how, how can we change this and move forward, you know, together as, as a people. And so it's, it's like, so what I'm seeing, like with what you're doing, you're helping people share their voice. You're Mm -hmm. still sharing those voices of those, you know, those sisters that, that have, you know, passed on. And I can only imagine what that feels like to go and draw each one of those sisters and the feelings and the emotions. And I, 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 I would probably, you'd probably get visions and, you know, maybe little glimpses of, you know, each person's life that mm-hmm. you, you know, that many don't even understand, or, you know, it doesn't get talked about, but I, I see that, you know, you do, you, you see, you know, that pain. Yeah, it's like that, that intuition, you know, that feeling it's, it's there all the time. And it's, it's a gift and I'm so thankful for it. I really am that I get to, you know, get to feel and to share with them. And, you know, when they're, when I'm painting it, um, it's like, they're channeling, you know, through me almost, it feels like, because a lot of the families will say, I really capture their essence. And it's like, well, when, you know, if you follow our culture and things like that, it really is like that, you know, I've been blessed enough for, to be able to share this and listening to my intuition and listening to, you know, my dreams and things that come to me. And I'm, you know, my father had, he was always so proud of, um, our culture and who we were and he'd always been very like you know be very proud of who you are and you know where we are where we come from and I grew up a lot in um because I lived on reserve and off reserve Mm -hmm. half with my mom and half with my father and it was um she was very city since she lived in Uh Edmonton and my my dad was not and so um it kind of came from both worlds where you know one was telling you to be quiet and don't listen to yourself don't listen to your feelings you know yeah you think the 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 trees are talking to you that's not real you know and mm. these things aren't real like, be quiet that's not a, it's not a gift it's not anything and you know and then coming from my father and it's like oh yes you know every day spirits are talking to us you know plants are living everything is living everything is talking you know giving us something every day you just have to listen so it's very you know it's very different and it's it's a little maddening you know coming from the city sometimes and being like no if you listen to yourself it's there all the power you have is this within yourself and our culture really you know represents that and it shows that in so many ways to be like our strength and our ancestors are no longer are living within us and not wanting us to be quiet anymore and it's like hey listen you know and as you know we're getting smarter and then we're raising our children to to really listen to themselves and trust themselves and not listen to the outside noises anymore to listen to you know our ancestors speaking to us in our in our visions in our dreams in our you know every day and what they what they lay out in front of us and it's just so yeah and it's just so powerful sometimes <laughs> right yeah I, I i really love it see this is the thing i love about art with natives is that 
people don't really understand, but there, this is where our, our storytelling comes through. Um, there's so many different, um, I mean, you could look at beadwork, you could look at weaving, you could look at painting, carving, uh, uh, jewelry. Each piece has its story. Each, mm -hmm. each, um, and what I'm finding too is each person has their story and the reason why they even start going into their artwork and it's healing. Mm -hmm. It all has to do with this healing. And, you know, it's kind of like with me, um, I make my own jewelry designs, uh, oh, stars wow. designs. And so I, but I started creating mine when I was, cause um, I was uh, in stage four cancer in 2016, 2017. Oh. And during that time, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> had, intense. Yeah, I had I had uterine cancer and they were they were wanting to give me all these different surgeries and things like that. And um I was able to heal myself naturally through herbs and going back to our traditional mm -hmm. ways of healing. So you know, I didn't have to go to do chemo and radiation. But through that time is when I started creating my earrings and my jewelry designs and um, the stars designs, you know, for me, it's, you know, connecting with the universe because uh, my name, Nabi Mia Dachinump, is uh, it's woman that travels with the stars. And so I'm a star traveler, right? You know, a star child. And and so I. I really connect with the universe and the stars. And so those healing stones started coming through and coming together and, and showing all these different ways to help balance the body and, you know, dispel energies and all these different things. And so I started becoming more connected with stones and then yeah. hearing them. And so that's the other thing is like, I want to now talk about, can you open that door is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go there you know <laughs> the connection with the earth you know mm -hmm. it's not a hocus pocus it's not some it's just made up thing it's real life and I I remember um hearing the trees for my the first time when I was a little girl mm -hmm. and you know hearing them talk in the wind and hearing the animals and being so connected that you could hear their thoughts and you could you like had this peace and the sense and like when you go walk into the forest it was like this presence and this connection was known that and it still is it's like when you walk in when you're connected in that way it's like the forest knows that the earth knows who you are the animals know who you are and so it's just like this whole other feeling when you're going into that land of connection and being one with it where you know, those animals, if they come up, if the wolf comes up, you're not going to be fearful. He's not going to be fearful because you're going to, they're going to, you see that light in each other mm -hmm. and you see that connection. And, you know, it, we used to be able to have wolves as, you know, our, our pets, as if, if you want to say, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually have a, one of my bear dance sisters, she actually has a, a wolf that um, comes in and out and checks on her. And oh, wow. he, it'll, he'll actually come into her house and sit in the house and be with her and the dogs. But the moment she leaves, the wolf leaves and, and goes off into the forest. But the moment she comes back and she could be gone for a couple of weeks, the moment she comes back, that wolf comes and like knows that she's there. And so it's like, we have these connections They're, and yeah. 
it's, it's so true. And, you know, even like I've, I've been camping before and had bears, you know, come up beside me and, you know, sitting on the side of the, uh, of my tent. And, but at, at the same time, I never felt afraid. I felt one, I felt at peace. I didn't feel like I was going to be attacked. It felt like it was more like he was sitting there protecting me of mm-hmm. a- than anything. And I felt this connection and I was like, I was able to actually fall asleep after I knew the bear was sitting right next to me. Sitting there with a gun or something, trying to like, <laughs> I, I need oh, some no. type of, yeah, like it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this connection. Well, that's, that's what they want to scare us away from too, right? Is our connection, our connection to, um, you know, to the animals and to things and to everything, because they don't understand it. A lot of people don't, and they're they're afraid of it. You know, they want to teach us to be fearful of everything and anything we can, because it helps control, you know? Yeah. You know, we're, we're listening now to ourselves and a lot of, a lot of people are, which is amazing. It's, you know, there's so much community out there, like all of our, sorry. Does he want to come in? He can come say hi. Hi. Come and say hi. So I was, ta- I was, do you have a message for anybody? Do you, you have something you want to say? No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wrote, I was telling her, um, Tristan earlier, cause she was asking about, you know, the kids being around and homeschooled. And I was telling her that, no, if they decide to come and poke their head in, come and poke your head in because <laughs> in in our way you know we we teach our children we wait we we raise them up and when they can see you doing things then they have that knowledge and that experience and they see hi how are you doing good i'm doing really good are you doing really good are you having fun homeschooling Mm, I want to go to like real school now. <laughs> you want to go to real school now? They miss their friends. Yeah. You miss your friends? friends? Yeah. Yeah. But do you like being with mom? Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I liked being with my mom too. <laughs> this is Aurora. <laughs> Hi, Aurora. I'm Rachel. I like your name. Really Thank cool. you. I like your name too. It's pretty. I like your glasses. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, in the corner. yeah, so you guys, you know, it's important that we let these, these little ones interact and see, especially if you're at home and you're doing lives and you're doing all these different things, you know, it's important to let your kids see what you're doing and be a part of that because you're, you're influencing them, you're showing them and you're being a role model for them. And, one day he's going to be like, oh, yeah, or she's going to be like, well, look at what mom was doing. Yeah, you know, exactly. so, so these little ones, you know, it's important. So I just wanted to share that with you guys that she and I, we had already talked about this. And but I was like, no, they, if they decide to come poke their head in, then they need to poke their head in and, yeah. you know. Yeah, see that because these are our little uh, rising warriors, too. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, raising them up and things. And so it's, it's really important that we, we do this and, you know, you walk in that good way and, you know, stay in tune with the spirit. And if you need help with, you know, being in tune with your spirit, then, you know, there's there's a lot of 
um, you know, natives, you know, that are willing to help and talk and, and, and teach and share, yeah. um, you know, where two of them, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we will share that knowledge because how, how are we supposed to come into a new way back into the old way of living in that peace and harmony if we don't, you know, uh, really learn how to love each other in in that in that way and build um, each other up and work with each other instead of trying to you know hide and be jealous of one another it's so damaging to us as people and yeah yeah I you know it kind of happens a lot you, you see that a lot and it's like well you know especially like sometimes the you know the paintings and things I do too the other designs I do only some people get upset because sharing stories and it's like well it's it's important for us to share it to everybody, you know, like to our people and to, you know, other people, our allies and stuff really want to know as well. It's not, you know, it's, it's for the, everyone. We're all related. You know, it doesn't really matter the color of our skin. We are all related to one another. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, and it's important to educate each other too, because there's even just education within indigenous, you know, with each other and, because of all that trauma of uh, genocide and things being hidden and taken away. And a lot of us, you know, we have to go back to staying in that spiritual connected place in order to be able to hear our ancestors, to be able to hear creator so that we can know how to walk, how where what moves to make, um, how do we, you know, live, you know, our, keep our ancestors alive, our culture alive, and how do we educate and bring this awareness and it's by talking, it's mm -hmm. by sharing your story, it's by, you know, sharing your artwork, um, and, you know, really being open and educated. But it's also, you know, I yesterday, I got a, a lovely um, message from someone that was telling me that I'm not native enough, because I didn't go to prison. And I didn't grow up in the re on the res and in the prison system. So therefore I'm not really native American. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like, it, it struck me last night. I was like, Oh wow. I was like, this is still happening within our own people and this hatred within the own people. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I want to talk about this too, because you go on and off and I go back and forth. I never got to live on my reservation, but I go back home to my family and I stay there um, during the summers. So mm -hmm. I, I, I do go and I live there for the summers and there's like, you know, this, this trauma that is happening and it's like, how, how do you, how do we grow as an indigenous and how do we move forward if you don't have us natives that go out into the city and get educated that go out and um you know become lawyers and doctors and these activists and all of these uh these things how how are we supposed to as a native of uh, indigenous if we all stay in that place then how are we supposed to grow how are we supposed to rise? How are we supposed to move forward? How are we supposed to have our resources and things if we're all in the prison system? Exactly. And overcome it. And that's that's actually really, you know, and that's that's the hard part, because even these damaging stereotypes and stuff like that are, are within us, like within our communities. And it's like, hey, like 
we have to open our minds, you know, and open, you know, when sometimes when I go back home, there's a lot of jealousy and things like that there. And it's like, but I'm doing this for us, you know, it's for all of us. It's not nothing to do with just me. I'm trying to teach our children and to show our children, like you can come from, you know, not having a home or whatever, and then grow up to like, hey, look at look at where I am and look what I can do. And you can do this too. We can all do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, and that, that's, that's so true. You know, and that's like such a big thing because, you know, you know, they're like, well, you're not native enough because, you know, you, you're not doing this or you didn't grow up full time on the res or you didn't, you know, you don't do this and you don't do that. And it's like, well, no, but my spirit, you know, I still am, even though, you know, it, the ancestors still speak to me too. It's not, you know, just because I didn't grow up in this kind of way or whatever. Not all of us are going to be like that. And that's, you know, trying to open people's minds to seeing that. And, you know, hopefully technology is helping us. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's so true because like my mom, she, you know, grew up on the res and then she was, you know, she moved all over the place. Uh, my grandma was in, in the army. And so she just oh. had that in her to just constantly move. So she was, I don't even know how many uh, schools she went to throughout her life um, because of how many times she moved. But she, when she got married, she moved to the city. And she, for her, she was like, I want my children to have a fighting chance. I want them to get be educated, like our grandfathers said, and, you know, learn these ways of the white way and be educated so that we can do something for our people and make a difference for our people. And, you know, I, I love um, there's a lot of people that are now rising to this and stepping up mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, finally speaking to and being like, you know what? we have to be out here in the city and and don't you realize that we're doing things for you on the res so that we can come back to the res and, and have these resources. So we don't have to rely on outside resources. Mm -hmm. And if we aren't educated, then how are we going to be able to do that? If we stay in this genocide of alcohol and drugs and addiction and abuse and how are, how can we rise, you know, rise and move forward if we keep staying in these systems? Yeah, and we'll never heal. We'll never no. heal if we stay like that. No, we're never going to heal. And we're just going to create keep creating this trauma for the next cen- seven generations and the next seven generations. And, you know, I really know that, like, for us, this is like the time where this trauma is supposed to stop. We're supposed to rise up to the occasion Mm -hmm. and fix this so that these little ones over here don't have to grow up in this trauma and that that shift and that things change, you know, in in a different, um, beautiful way of Mm -hmm. living and not this ugliness because it happens, you know, within our own, our own people. And it's, it's really heartbreaking in, in a way, you know, it, it made me sad yesterday you know, for a moment to see that and, you know, hear those words, you know, you're not native enough unless, you know, you're on the res and all this. And like, it, it was triggering trauma for my ex-husband that, you know, he was Navajo. And so, you know, he, I, I lost my language. My grandma barely spoke it. Um, She knew it, but um, it kind of went with her when she passed. And so now I'm going, you know, to, um, uh, Utah U- University of Utah 
to, you know, learn the Shoshone language that they have in the school there. But even then, it's Eastern it's Shoshone, and it's it's a little bit different. It's yeah. not Northwestern Shoshone. And so, you know, we we're go we're still go through these things. And so it was like triggering, like almost in a second and hearing my own family from the past of being like, well, you're not really native because you live on in the city and and you live in this home and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but I am. And it's just like you said, it's like it goes back to my heart. It goes mm -hmm. back to where I live every day in my life. And that is in that native way. It doesn't matter where I live. I could live in Europe and I'm still going to live in, in our traditional ways. Yeah. It, I could live in, in Africa. You. It's in me. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. I could be in Antarctica and I'm still going to, you know, be be in the in this way. That's who I am. Exactly. And it doesn't even matter, like the percentage, you know, people try to, you know, always measure. It's always measuring something. And it's like, no, it doesn't matter, you know, whether or not this person only has 10% or whatever percent they have. And it's like, no, because it, it matters what spirit they have. That's what matters. You know, they, it doesn't matter about percentage. It's how the ancestors speak to them, through exactly. them. Exactly. You know, that's what matters. And, you know, they're telling it and they're healing and they're helping other people heal. That's what should be looked at. It shouldn't be, you know, whether or not like, oh, well, you didn't live such a really damaging life that you, know, you don't count and you don't, you know, and it's, that's always kind of a big thing. <laughs> right, well, you didn't have this trauma and it's like, well, you don't know the trauma I had out here in the city. Like mm -hmm. it's still yeah. that generational trauma still follows you whether you're on or off the reservation, it, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. It took, we still go through it. Exactly. It took me a really long time. Um, I remember being young because, you know, and I was always picked on because like either I was like the only native kid in the class or something. I was always mm -hmm. picked on. And um, I, you know, it took me a long time to be really, really proud, I guess, of who I was and where I came from, because naturally I was always very, very um, gifted with drawing like um, the stuff I draw now all the time is just naturally always there. And I always tried to fight it all of the time. Like, you know, my father was very like, just be proud, be proud, you know, like, you know, you know, you don't see these people on TV that look like you or, you know, that are achieving these big things. Cause I was just young. Right. And I was like, they're right. all, they don't look like me, <laughs> you know, right. like stuff like that. And when you're a child, you don't understand it. And as I got older, I was like, wow, like, I love who I am. And I love where I come from. I don't know why I was so ashamed, not ashamed, but I just wasn't proud when I was younger. I loved it when I was young, and I would go out and pick medicines with my dad and do all those things. I was so happy and lucky enough to experience all of that and grateful for that. But, you know, coming back, I wouldn't talk about it with my friends and things like that, because I'm like, no, they'll make fun of me and stuff. Right. And yeah, and it's like, man, like living in the city, is it's you're constantly pushing down your what your spirit wants to do it seems exactly. like all the time you know if you weren't allowed to show it you'd be the weird one or something right and, and, then now, and you, you have know, to you have to like hide in you have to blend in in a way yeah exactly and then you know as i hit my teenager years i was just like oh man i really don't care what all these people think i really you know you're not nobody you know you guys are you don't affect me like you can affect yourselves and you know you can say what you want and be what you want but that's just you you're self-reflecting on yourself and not um not doing me any good so i'm not going to listen to that right you know and it's like all i can do is just be me 
And if you want to ask, you can ask. <laughs> if I'm doing right. these things and you want to ask what I'm doing, that's totally fine. <laughs> you know, and I'm really hoping, and that's what I'm trying to do with my children too. And the future people that be like so proud of who they are, no hide it. You know, and like I do a lot of custom portraits for families too, like of just little girls, especially the ones that want to dye their hair blonde or they want to be right. something so different, you know, and, um, you know, a lot of kids in foster care here are Indigenous and some of them foster parents are you know um, Caucasian and they're like oh, well we want to bring her her culture and show her and you know and and then they come to me and be like can you paint her a picture like this you know kind of describe the things in the painting and I'm like yeah I would love to you know I would thank you for asking me to do that because it's so important especially in that system them for them to know where they right. come from and who they are and to be proud of it to be so proud of you know our ancestors and where we come from and all the knowledge we have inside us already it's just waiting to be unlocked <laughs> exactly because it's 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 in our blood it there's it's in our dna mm -hmm. and it's it's people don't realize like when you have that imprint in the dna you could literally un especially when you have when you're indigenous you have this like a like abundant of things that of information you could unlock mm -hmm. within yourself through your ancestors if you're connected and you're in tune with that and you know they can they can come through and they can come be with you but i also noticed too is like you have to be walking on that good path you have to be you know walking on that red road and living a good life you can't be over here you know uh, being destructive to your body and your, exactly. you know, your temple your spirit or else you're not going to be able to be in tune with these your spirits the ancestors and things you're going to be more in tune with entities that are going to try to keep you down and keep you suppressed in those in those places so you don't rise and you don't get out and you don't you know get that help and that healing and so that's where we're like i see that too is you know where we have all of this trauma and but yeah at the same time it's like we don't have those resources like we used to with medicine people to be able to go and get those healings, to go get those ceremonies, to and go to, to that sweat us. lodge, yeah, yeah, and to show, and to show you us know, how to heal within ourselves, like, yeah, and you have to be very in tune to be able to tap into that too, to to see and know how you can heal yourself within yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and then you know, and then it's another thing too, is to be able to be in tune, to be guided to those people that can help you. And so that you can you can hear in your mind. But then that's where, you know, society wants to tell you, oh, you don't hear things in your head. Oh, you're hearing things in your head. We need to put you in the loony bin. We need to, you know, you or need here, these. Take all these prescriptions here. Yeah, well, this exactly. will help you. Oh, by the uh -huh. way, these are kind of addictive as well at the same time. So sorry. Like Yeah, exactly. Or or and then it's like, oh, it's doing this to you. Well, then now you need to take this medication and you take this medication. And before you know it. You're, you're like taking handfuls of pills every single day and you feel worse than you did before you saw the doctor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's like, you know, you got to go back to those, the natural herbs and the, you know, natural things of life. And, you know, it's the society again, you know, of the suppression of, you know, witchcraft, you know, that's witchcraft. Exactly. You, don't, you don't play with, you know, herbs and things like that. You go to the physician, you go to the medical doctor and you listen to them 
and you don't you don't dabble with this natural healing stuff over there because that's witchcraft and it's against you know christianity and it's against catholic you know and it's a religion so mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like taboo we don't play with that stuff and and you don't talk to spirits and only you know only appointed people are allowed to talk to the creator and you don't get to talk to creator i've been told that in religion and when i was talking to a bishop he told me that i could not talk to creator and i was not the prophet and that i could not have revelation for myself wow and i i've had a really hard time um wanting to go back that was two years ago and ever since then i've had a hard time wanting to go back to church Mm-hmm. And because I, I grew up in, in both ways, in tradition and in Christianity. Yeah. And, and so, but sitting down with this bishop and just hearing him when I was just trying to plead because I, where I was in my cancer and I was just, I was in a really hard time and was needing someone to help me. And instead it was, you know, the whole thing again of, just take it. No, your husband doesn't beat you. No, you know, he doesn't do these things. This is in your head. Um, you don't get to talk to creator like you don't get to talk to God like that. Only the prophet gets to talk to God like that. Uh, you don't get to have these visions and these dreams and things like that. Um, you're not allowed to have that. Mm-hmm. And so he's like sitting there telling me this. And I'm just like, it broke my spirit in a way. I was like, I felt like my ancestors again, going through that, that, that thing again, where they're telling you that, you know, no, you don't get to do your medicine. No, you don't get to live. Like you know, you're just getting way. more repressed. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, you don't get to be, you know, spiritual and have these gifts. And it's like, but this is who I am. And it's like, so we're supposed to be connected in our spirit and you're supposed to be guiding, you know, children of creator, but you're over here telling me like, like not dismissing me and not to listen. Like, no, like you can't, you can't have those gifts. And so it was, you know, people don't realize the things that we go through in this too, because we're trying to, you know, go and fit. We're trying to, where do we belong in this world that we were basically like, like shoved out of exactly and constantly repressed and being like well you don't listen to yourself don't listen to yourself don't listen to yourself don't believe in yourself nothing you say is you know true or valid and so it's like you know a lot of it's hard you know to to come out and be like okay like so this is these are the gifts that I have you know and this is you know and a lot of people I notice especially indigenous people are very very shy and they you know we have a hard time showing our, our spirit and who we are because of past things. And, you know, for example, that and him telling you, no, you don't get to talk to the creator and you don't get to do these things. And it's like, but <laughs> that's just dampening your soul and your, you know, who you yeah. are as a person. Exactly. Or like the other one I've heard too, and someone commented, and I've gone through this too, is, um, you know, if you don't speak your tribal language, then creator isn't going to hear you or your ancestors aren't going to hear you. And I've had family cousins tell me that before, you know, before I went into Sundance and saying, if you don't know how to speak Shoshone before you get into Sundance, they're not going to hear you in there. And, you know, telling me that my, my ex-husband, he would always tell me, you don't speak in your language, your ancestors and creators not listening to you. They don't hear your prayers because you're speaking in English. And then he would say, that's the devil's language. 
So he says, so you're not even really speaking and praying in your language. So they're not going to hear you. So your prayers are no good. Wow. And so, so it's, you know, it's taken me a while to even be able to pray in front of other people. And so those that don't know, every time I start my podcast with everybody that I go on, I say a prayer with them before I go on and we go live. And it's to, and I ask for our ancestors to be with us. And so, and I, I pray in a good way. And so every podcast I do, I pray, but you know how hard that is for me to do that because of the trauma that has happened to me. And, but yeah, I do it because I know the importance of it. And I, mm-hmm. and I see, you know, when we always start in that good way and we always start in that prayer, no matter what, you know, things happen, they flow, it's more connected. It's, you know, we we're inviting our ancestors to be with us. And so it's like, we're not sitting here alone. Your ancestors are, are here. My ancestors are here mm-hmm. speaking with us. They show up. And so you know, it's, it's, it's taken me a lot just to even get to, to that. And I'm Is like, right? I, yeah. And especially too, because then you deal with the native side of things and like, oh, you're, you're speaking in English. Oh, you're praying in English. Oh, you're not praying in your, your language. Oh, okay. So you're Christianized. So there's this whole other thing too. So it's there's like two battles on two sides that you're constantly fighting all of the time. It seems like it really is. And a lot of people don't understand that either. And it's like, but why, you know, like in your heart, you know, that doesn't matter what you pray in. Even if right. you were praying in your head, they can still feel you. It's your vibrations and your energies that you're putting out there. And up, right. you know, and that you're spreading around. That's what matters. It doesn't matter how it comes out. You can sing it in a song. You can do it in art. Uh-huh. You know, the language you're using, because we're all speaking to the same creator, you know, and it's all it's it's all in us. And that's that's the hard part, you know. It's just you get to that point where you're like, you know what? Like, I know I can feel it in here. And that's what matters. It doesn't matter. It, it, it hurts a little bit, especially when it comes from your family back home. Sometimes, right, right, you know, right. it, it, it does. A little bit. Like, you're like, that's when you have to, yeah, that's like, when okay. I have to tell myself, I'm like, Rachel, just remember, just rise above, just keep walking, just love them. You know, they're not there yet. You know, they're still dealing with their traumas yeah. and their, and their things and just love them just love them. And mm-hmm. so that's, you know, that's what <laughs> that's I do. Exactly. I just love them. I'm like, okay, you're going to punch me over here, but I'm all just, I'm still going to love you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. I'm like, okay, we're all in different spaces and I'm so thankful for how I, you know, how I grew up and how I was raised because, you know, not saying I didn't have struggles. We definitely did, but it was, it taught me to be who I am and to be the to think how I think, you know, and to understand, like, I'm very empathetic towards others. And I try to really understand and come from where they're coming from, you know, growing up with all these other people and things like that. So, you know, when somebody tries to say something harsh or mean to me, I'm always like, okay, I'm sorry that you feel that way, you know, this and this and this. And I explain it the best I can for my intentions, because I always come with good intentions. I don't ever mean anything bad. Like, Uh, you know, we're all living on this big earth together here. So let's just try spread goodness. We're all have, we all have our struggles, you know, so I'm always constantly trying to, you know, put the positive out there and, you know, try in a good way all the time, if anything. And, you know, so like, even when I'm speaking to somebody who's trying to speak illly of me sometimes, you know, and there's other times, you know, I'll get certain messages sometimes and people are being cruel and mean. I'm just like, 
Okay, I'm just gonna delete that. And right, I'm like, it. I'm like, block, delete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're done. That's good. It's like I'm gonna go smudge that off. I don't need yeah, that yeah, here right yeah. now. Release that. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're like we're gonna send you in some good way with the smoke right now and yeah it's like, just go. go that way i'm not even gonna engage in this not gonna waste my time um it's the trickster trying to come in and get us to not you know speak our voice and to get us to go back into that place of like oh okay of hiding maybe I, maybe I should keep my mouth shut and maybe i shouldn't be doing these you know these things and helping in this way and but it's like no okay that I always like, I'm like, okay, when the trickster comes out, that must mean that we're doing something good, right? Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like, especially, you know, I released these like shirts and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people being like, oh, you know, shouldn't profit off of this. And it's like, no, actually, I'm, I'm not profiting. Me and this group of four amazing women, we're actually um, starting up an organization here to help um, people heal and you know, we're still working out all the little kinks and things like that involved because it takes a lot of work. <laughs> right. then, you know, we all have children and, you know, yeah. schooling and COVID's a little crazier over here. So we got to like, we're strict. They're way more stricter here, you know, right. so a lot of us are housebound. And so, um, yeah, like we're working on that and like and that, you know, that's such a big thing. I, I really don't feel like people should be profiting off of you know murdered missing indigenous women things like that that's why i had such a hard time with you know everyone's like can i buy a print can i buy a print and i was like well what what can i do to um i don't want to make money off this but also it costs money to make these things you know right. so i was like okay well um uh, for the print whenever i sell one of those because i um with the paintings that i do i usually will make a copy i'll get my photographer to take a picture make a copy for myself and then i send them and then for a while there, I, was, I wasn't making any money to get a copy for myself. So I was just sending the originals off anyways and then just taking a picture uh -huh. with my phone. And, uh -huh. so then, and once that kind of took off, the print started taking off. I'm like, okay, perfect. So now, you know, I can pay for the shipping now. You don't have to pay for the shipping anymore because it, it made enough money. And then, you know, people were like, I really want it on a shirt. Can I put it on a shirt? And it was becoming people were trying to make it. And I'm like, it's actually copyrighted. You can't really... Um, make a shirt off of it. Cause I don't think you should be profiting it off of it. Like I'm right. not, so I don't think right. I should be like, that's kind of, you know, weird. Yeah. And so then, you know, I made these shirts and stuff and then that's what we're doing. We want to make an organization to help people heal, especially our youth and our children, you know, status or non-status. And that's kind of, you know, our goal and what we're trying to, to do here, <laughs> especially here, you I know, and it. Yeah, I'm still painting pictures, you know, I, I, again, I just don't post it on social media just because it's for the family. And usually they'll post them and they'll take me in it. But um, yeah, I do a lot of them that don't get posted either. Uh, occasionally, I'll do the thing, hey, if anybody just email me. And if I didn't get back to you, I'm so sorry. Sometimes it's just... And yeah. you know, that's why I'm always like, email be patient. <laughs> yeah, I was like, email me because sometimes people will go through Instagram, uh, Facebook, and I have two Facebook accounts and it's like, hey, wait, we're lost. And it goes into the spam folder and it gets very complicated. I'm like, I swear, I was like, I do want to paint your picture and I really do want to do that for you. It just, it gets lost. Email works so much better. <laughs> right, yeah. Instead of having to go back and forth and, you know, all these different places. And yeah. I, I was looking at your, I actually am going to get one of your sweatshirts. Um, uh -huh. I was like, I was going to order it today when we get off. <laughs> 
um, I was, I saw them and I was like, oh, I really want that. It, they're really beautiful. They're and, so beautiful. And I love, you know, I love the message. I love, um, you know, what you're doing with it and, and how you're using that money to turn around and, um, you know, you're, you're not using it for your profit. And, you know, that's, that's what I really honored, you know, too, with what you're doing. And that's when, you know, someone's really doing something from their heart, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's a gift that you're sharing and things like that. And so, you know, I want to honor that and thank you for being connected and being, you know, sharing your gift and being strong to share your gift and your voice with people and, you know, anybody that, you know, is ha maybe have, you know, a missing um, family, you know, get a hold of Tristan and um, she can do a, a painting for you, um, mm -hmm. for your loved one. And yeah. um, I'll be, sh I'll be sharing this on some of the other uh, missing and missing indigenous pages. Yeah. Um, so they can see this as well and things like that. And I just want to say thank you. And if do you have anything you would like to leave everybody with a message? Yes. Um, yeah, I would. Um, if, you know, if they did, and they never ended up receiving uh, uh, their painting or anything because before um, I used to just ship them regular mail. So I couldn't get tracking on them because it was way more expensive. Um, mm -hmm. If they never received them to just give me a call, I usually keep copies and then I can just do it again, you know, because there was a time when there was just so many and it was just me. And now I have an assistant, but before it was very, very complicated and all over the place. And I felt bad because maybe some people didn't get them and some people did. And, you know, I'd send a picture and try to, you know, I'd try to write down everybody's name and be like, okay, here's yours, here's yours, and here's yours. And it was, it was very, you know, all over the place for a little bit, but yeah, like I, we're doing this thing now, like we're, we're doing everybody, like all indigenous, like men, you know, women, two spirit, anybody, like if you have any painting that you would like to get done just message me uh through email please <laughs> emails i the love best it way i love is. it and then uh we put your um we'll put your email in the comments too so that it's in there um or did we put that in the bio i can't remember if we put I it in your bio did. okay so if but you can find her um on the follows um if you look in the comments um her, all of her places to follow her and everything is located at the bottom of that. So you can email her and contact her and things like that. And I just want to thank you again for coming on today and, you know, being vulnerable and sharing your story and what you're doing. And, you know, Oos, um, thank you, sister. Thank you so much for what you're doing and, and being a rising warrior, you know, it's a, it's an honor to have you uh, on here today. Oh, it's an um, honor to be on here. I really, truly appreciate it and allowing me to share, you know, my message and, you know, helping me heal through art the best I can because I just paint, you know, and yeah. I'm trying, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you're doing a beautiful job and, you know, everybody check her out and um, reach out to her. Uh, she's doing some, some beautiful things, so. Uh, I hope you all have a beautiful day and we will see you later. Um, awesome. Have a good day. Bye. Hi.